Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. I'm super grateful that, that uh, I've had a chance actually to teach breakthroughs for as long as we have had Sales Mastery. I think every year at Sales Mastery has been about isolating, identifying, and, and figuring out a breakthrough. And I think that breakthroughs are oftentimes couched in undis, uh, undiscernible and maybe disguised realities that we have in our life. And so I thought what I would do tonight is give you my definition of a breakthrough. And then I thought what I would do is start to unpack that on how you would be able to use Sales Mastery this year, four days, and that you would be able to use each and every one of the things I share with you tonight to really transform the way that you think about business and the, and the way that you go about producing uh, the kind of life and the kind of business that you are really, really wanting to have. How many of you came in here because you wanted to create a better future for you? Let me just uh, see your hands. Uh, uh, let me hear from you if you came in here to... I think we all do, right? I want one, you want one. I mean, it's, it's better than the alternative, right? And so here's my definition of a breakthrough. My definition of a breakthrough is achieving a higher level of success in any area of your business or your life. A higher level of success in any area of your business or your life. And that's what I'd like you to write down. When we think about our, our, our life, when we think about our business, it's intentionally thinking about where do I want to go in, in any area, in any area of my life that I want to just live at a higher level, right? It could be that I want a, a deeper relationship with my spouse. It could be that I want a healthier body. It could be that, you know, I want to be able to be more in, in intellectually t- tuned in to what's happening in the market and be really a, a confident advisor when I'm talking to borrowers. It could be that I want to create magic with my kids and, and do things that I haven't done in the past. It could be that, you know, maybe I want to start something. Maybe I want to innovate something. Maybe I want to think of something new that, that isn't being done. You and I have different definitions of breakthroughs, but all of us have the same outcome, and that is we play at a higher level. And so as we go through mastery, the goal is to play at a higher level. And, and there's three things that I think represent the dimension of a breakthrough. And I want you to, to kind of jot these down in your workbook. And oh, by the way, one of the breakthroughs we created last year at Sales Mastery was we have a page in the workbook for you to write your name and your cell phone in case you lose your workbook. So go back to my introduction letter in the workbook, lower right-hand corner, there's a big box. Write your first name and either write your, don't write your hotel room, write your, your first name and your cell phone. And that way, if your workbook is lost, we'll be able to get it back to you. So here are, here, are, here are breakthroughs, the dimensions, dimensions of breakthroughs. So first is when something isn't working right. So anytime that something isn't going like we really want it to go in our business or our life, it is a, a little tug at your heart, a little knock on your head, a little kind of insight to your soul that, you know what, this isn't working, I need to do something differently. So maybe that's rooted in observation, maybe it's modeling, maybe it's just uh, reading, having a different expectation, arriving some point in, at some point in time, just realizing, you know what? I need a new way. Okay, this is not working. So that would be number one. Number two would be when something's working right, but it could work better. 
So this is efficiency, this is improvement, this is not pure innovation, it's something that's already kind of working, but you wanna scale it up. It can be in the old days, calling customers to give them status reports, and maybe five years ago, automating status and having outbound emails, and maybe today it's something new where it's still communication outbound, but maybe, maybe now it's video, and maybe it has a little bit of the omni-channel effect to it, where maybe it's text, and maybe it's email, maybe it's a phone call. There's all different kinds of ways that we can take something that is working, but it needs to work even better, right? So there is, in, and, and what lies there is innovation, and what breakthrough do we need there? Uh, it's the observation of I'm in pretty good shape, I, I've got some pretty good stuff going on here, but maybe I need a tweak here or I need a tweak there, tweak there. It's always your eye on what can I do differently, because if we don't have our eye on that and it's working well, we can get passed up by people that have their eye on it when we have a little bit of a backslide on an area like that. And the third is when there's a need for an entirely new way to do an old thing. An entirely new way to do an old thing. And I think the mortgage business is presenting to each and every one of us um, pot potentially an entirely new way to do an old thing. Not that doing mortgages is old, but this business is being transformed as you and I sit here this evening talking through what potentially are your next breakthroughs. So I don't know if you know this, but according to Mayan culture, the tortilla was created about 10,000 years BC. Okay, it was created by a, a pauper that wanted to serve his very hungry king. And according to that culture, it was nothing more than a bunch of cornmeal and seeds and kernels 10,000 years ago. With the exception of tortillas taking on maybe some different shapes and maybe different flavors, wheat flour, and then maybe we have spinach and maybe we have red, maybe we have all these different variations of tortillas. At the end of the day, a tortilla is a tortilla, right? Tortillas are formed in all kinds of shapes and things that we eat, namely one of them being tacos and Americans consume somewhere around 4.5 billion tacos a year. Do you like tacos? 4.5 billion, that's a lot of tacos, right? But here's what's interesting. If, you are, if you're trying to compete in a space where there's no differentiation and you still want to own the market you're in, you have to look at what's not working right, you have to look at what is working but could work better. And you have to really look, is there a new way to do a, a completely old thing? When we think about the model and we think about this whole breakthrough model, let me show you what Taco Bell is doing and run it through the filter of a breakthrough so you can apply this to your loan origination and leadership life. Okay, you may not have thought coming here you were going to learn from Taco Bell. But I'm going to tell you, this is a very, very powerful case study. So the first thing that we know is when something isn't working right. Years ago, probably four, they came up with, after entering the breakfast market, they came up with the breakfast biscuit taco. The breakfast biscuit taco was their attempt to take what McDonald's was doing and turn it into kind of something that looked like a taco, something that maybe looked like a tortilla, but they used biscuit and did everything else kind of the same way. And so it came out and it flopped after about nine months in a very, very, very bad way. So that wasn't working right, right? But they knew that, that the breakfast market was working. In fact, after entering the breakfast market, their sales went up in 37 months by 6%. Having not been in the market, in the breakfast market, they would not have had 6% growth in their sales. And so they knew that they had to stay in the breakfast market, but what they knew is they had to come up with something new. We don't know yet if this naked egg breakfast taco is gonna work or not work, but what we do know is what its predecessor was 
was not working, but being in that space was a commitment that they had made. So you and I are in the mortgage business, we're in that space, we've committed to being there, and we have changes that are happening that we need to rethink about, and we need to take a look at, is there a breakthrough here that we can really come up with? Is there an alteration to a, a script or a dialogue or some technology that we're going to use that can actually facilitate growth and referral and brand loyalty and stickiness in a way that right now we don't have? And the other reason they had to, to do it is, is because they, they, they realized that maybe we could innovate the whole thing. There's not a, a fast food restaurant in the world that uses an egg as the shell. I mean, when you think about it, that is one off the charts, out of the box idea. I mean, how does the yolk not pop? We don't, I mean, how do you do that? How do you produce so many fried eggs that you can wrap around bacon and potatoes and cheese and not have the yolk go boop, boop? And who wants, what, what if you love the yolk? And what if the juice isn't there and then you just get the heart? We don't know if that's going to work or not, right? But what we know is they, they have a new formula that they're, gonna go, that they're in the market right now. It's the naked egg breakfast taco. You got all this, Muddy? Muddy's illustrating every presentation between now and Friday, and you're going to have illustrative boards of every presentation at Sales Mastery, courtesy of our good friend, Muddy. They put the egg on the outside. That's innovation, right? Has anybody had this yet? Yeah, it's out there. I haven't tried it yet either. It's a little scary, but... Um, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if you run your, your life, if you run your sales through this kind of filter, you can start to make the changes that are necessary. Now, what comes along with pushing for a breakthrough? If you and I are pushing for a new way to do something, a way to make what we're doing better, or to completely reinvent how we do something, what is at risk? A breakdown. They break down. So we're at the Hytro Sales Academy last year, and we're hosting it, and uh, we, we do these every single year, and uh, lots of graduates. From, how many graduates from the Hytro Sales Academy in here? Let me see you guys nice and high, nice and high, good, 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 good. About, looks like about a third, third of the room. So that means 66% of you need to sign up. Nope, just kidding. Check this out. So every once in a while, I say something, and like, I'm impressed. And I said something at the Hytro Sales Academy, and it was like, wow, dude, that is good. And I just stopped the academy, and I said, somebody get a piece of paper out, write this down before I forget it. And I said it again, and I said it again, and, and uh, the guy in the front row wrote it down. And it was interesting because what it did is it helped us understand that failure is one step closer to a breakthrough. Not failure avoidance, not running from failure, not ignoring the potential for fail failure, but actually failure in and of itself is a requirement for a breakthrough. That's monstrous. And here's what I said. And you need to write this down too. And then you just tell me at the end if you think it's as good as I thought it was. The wrong way is the right way because it teaches you a better way. What do you think about that? If it's really good, I need to hear that it's really good because this is risk right here, right? Really? That's it? Oh, you're busy writing. Silly me. 
The last thing I should ask is for you to applaud around a concept that I thought was profound while I'm asking you to write it down. That's dumb. Are you done writing? How many of you like this idea? All life is, is learning a better way. All business is, is learning a better way. It's amazing. So I'm going to do something real quick here. Where's Grant Perry? Grant, where are you? We've got some house lights here. So, so Grant, and uh, where's Nora? Okay, Grant, stand up. House lights up. Nora, stand up. So Grant is a high trust coach. Nora is one of his students. And do we have lights here? Anybody got lights? And the word on the street, hi. Hi. How are you feeling? Great. Good. I'm happy that you are out of ICU. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> incredible. Grant has been your coach for how long? Six months. Six months. And one of the things I know that you did is under his leadership and guidance, you created a breakthrough around partnerships, right? The number of partnerships you had. And you began to focus on the really deep and meaningful ones, the people that you wanted to, to have a partnership with, the people you liked, right? Do I got this, Grant? Okay, and so your breakthrough in doing that, and you've been in coaching since the start of the year. Yes. And let me, let me see if I got this right. In seven months, you have increased your hourly rate to $385 an hour. Correct. That is unbelievable. Where did you start? Uh, I think it was $123. $123 an hour. So you have had a 3X on your hourly rate in what, let's call it nine months, and you were sick, and you were in ICU three times, and you're still crushing it. Breakthrough, big round of applause for Nora. Check this out, where's my, where's my friend, uh, let's see, I saw RJ, you were, last year, you were the recipient of the Lifetime Mastery Achievement Award. Okay, so, so listen to this, so, so RJ is a branch manager. And RJ's been breaking through for the last, uh, as long as he's been in the business, but he's been breaking through in a big way since he started Elite three years ago. And one of the things he told me, and I'm just going to throw this up, right? you don't even know I'm doing this, right? So, no, I don't. Right? Uh, <laughs> you, you have no idea, but you trust me, right? I do. And I trust you. You're not going to pull string out of my vein. Uh, I don't think so. Was that weird or what? <laughs> Pulling strings out of a vein. That is really, really weird. So I think this is the next slide up. So where am I going? Oh, wrong button. Oops. Out of sequence here. So one of the questions that RJ asked, and one of the questions that I want you to ask is, how would the person that you see yourself being today, in the future, handle today? The breakthrough is about, if you want to go forward, how would you see the person you think you're going to be in the future handle the situations that you're involved in today? To have a future sense of what I need to do now so I can create the breakthroughs in my business and my life that'll elevate me up is one of the most profound thoughts that you can have. And in the dialogue with our elite coaches, we talk about what kind of advice do you need? What kind of advice should you seek? Where do you need to have input, intel, commentary? Where do you need to have mentorship and, and talent to help you make and navigate wise choices? What advice would you seek? What changes would you want to make? He's having this conversation with his loan originators, having conversations with the rest of his elite peers. We're all in this business of elevating and leveling up. And so it's a powerful question. And then how would the future you change? How would the future you change? In two years, five years, ten years, where you see yourself being, how would you change? 
That's super powerful. And then what ends up happening is you go to, where do I need to have a breakthrough given what I just covered? Where do I want to be in the future? How would it change? Right now, I could be hugely successful, but I want to level up. I want to do something differently. I want to do more of. Whatever it is, where do I need a breakthrough? And the big mother load is, why is that breakthrough important to me? In other words, what, when I achieve it, will it give me or will it do for me? And when you stop long enough to look at these questions and answer them and then lead with them, you impact the people that follow you. If I'm a loan originator, hang on, RJ, I'll be right back. If I'm a loan originator here, I want to be able to ask, what breakthrough do I need with my buyers? What breakthrough do I need with my partners? What breakthrough do I need, you know, in my, in my own personal life? What breakthrough do I need financially? What breakthrough do I need physically, mentally, spiritually? Where do I need that? How would the future me handle right now? And what would I do uniquely and differently so that I could create that kind of change? And I'm going to give you three things tonight. But I'll tell you, when you lead from that position, your team wins. When you lead from a position of strength and breakthrough, you win because your team wins. When you understand the power of this decision, what ends up happening is everybody on your team elevates. Everybody goes up. And there's no better feeling in the world to work with people that love succeeding. But it's all about introspection. It's all about looking in the mirror. It's all about who am I and where do I want to be? And then you take that to your team. So check this out. The before and stories are absolutely amazing. Our loan officers doubling and tripling their volumes. Cindy has gone from averaging a million to a million and a half a month in fundings over the last four years to three and a half million dollars just 90 days after making a decision that I want to be different. How would the future me see handling now? RJ as the leader says, how can I help you get there? Right? And it's powerful when you help people level up. That's insane.